Welcome back to the Aqua Thinking Podcast. I'm Nas, aka Stacks. I'm Vince. And we have a very special guest, man. Um, this this man just dropped a line of hats, red, purple, blue, orange, whatever. It's the color of the rainbow, but he got you. Any color, he got you, man. We got our very own Martin Oliver here. Very special guest. And let's get into these questions, man. Bet. All right, so, like, um, I've been seeing on social media a lot. Just, like, you know, everybody give their thoughts on relationships and on social media and what they feel like, how niggas should operate in relationships and everything. Um, and I seen this one post that was talking about, no, like, uh, a woman says she doesn't want her man to have any social media accounts. She don't think a man should have social media. So what's y'all, like, what's y'all thoughts on that? Um, fuck, fuck you, because <laughs> number one, my I, I work on social media, so you can't dictate off uh, how I work. If that's that's the new age of communication, you feel me? That's like how um you get connections. That's how networks happen and, and stuff. So I mean, if you have an insecurity <clears throat> with with social media, you gotta check that shit at the door and uh and shit like that. Uh, me personally, like, and speaking from an aspect of you know what I'm saying, social media definitely being part of the. You know, platform that I work on the most, I feel like that's just not the woman for me. Because personally, like, social media is like a job to me now, you know? Mm -hmm. Since I've started getting so many partnerships and collaborations and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, that I get paid for and so on and so on. So, like, for her to say that no social media is like, I feel like that's, I feel like when people say no social media, they're really trying to grasp the concept of living in the older time. Because when people say social media isn't like today, it's because it's not your life, but people really feed their families, you know what I'm saying, just mm -hmm. off of social mm -hmm. media. So I feel like that's so do you, not so perfect. Do you think it's like a, a controlling thing, even if she says like uh like is that like one of your one of your things where it's like if she's controlling she she's not she's not for you at all. Like that's one of them things like you can't tell me what to do. Is is that like the red flag area or I I don't know if I'm morphing that together. Uh, I don't feel like it's a controlling thing. I feel like it's just a preference. If a woman says that she don't want to deal with nobody with social media, that's just your preference. But I'm not, can't no woman tell me to do nothing. It just comes down to me making a decision. Do I want to do it or not? Okay. So, yeah. Do you think uh, sometimes preferences are um, too much? Like, can be too much? Uh, depending on who you are, yeah. Like, a lot of women, preference be, you know what I'm saying, rich niggas. But it's mm. like... Bitch, you that's the shit. Like you want a rich nigga, but you ain't even oh, you're not even worthy of having one. You know what I'm mm. saying? So what what makes a chick worthy of having a rich nigga though? Like uh, understanding that she got a rich nigga. No, real shit though. Like a lot of women say they want a rich nigga, but then they get one. And you know what come with a rich nigga. Or you know what come with a lit nigga. Like, you know? Alright, what what come mm. with a lit nigga though? Because this Attention. is all new to me. Attention. That's the main thing though. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I know he got, you know. Like, yeah, I know he got hoes, I know he got this, I know he got that, but it's like, can you handle it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's, it's different levels, too. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know what I'm saying? You in college, you fuck with a lit nigga. It's like, all right, you in college, you lit, but, like, who are you outside of college? Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you get outside of college, and you really got a lit nigga. It's like, damn, this shit really than I thought. Right. The, the world see you as lit now, and not just college people, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's different, because when you in college and you got a lit nigga, you can kind of keep tabs on him. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. personally speaking, like... HBCUs are small, so you know, right, right. kind of hear everything. But in real, you don't hear everything. So all you got to go is off your mind. Okay. You know? All right. All right. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> some knowledge. And, all right. <laughs> you know, but 
When you go to that bitch DM, you see a nigga like Meek Mill and white boy, white <laughs> young boy in that shit. It's like, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck is you on? Wait, why why do that matter though? Why do it matter? Yeah. Cause you know for a fact it's always that one nigga who can, you know, who gonna catch your girl's attention. Mm. So it's always, no matter what, it's always one nigga to catch your girl's attention. So nobody's a hundred you're saying nobody's a hundred percent faithful, nobody's safe. That's what you're saying. I feel like I feel like people was faithful for sure, but it's always that one. It's always that nigga uh, that, your, that your, if y'all like break up or something. It's always that nigga like, uh, yeah, I, I peeped him. So you saying like it's it's a uh, it's women got backup niggas? Yeah, that's basically what you're saying. Like, all right, you yeah, ain't working damn out. Damn there. You you think about you it? Think like she already <laughs> know she got a backup nigga. Like, all right, he fuck up this the nigga. I know I'm going to next. Nah, I don't think it's that. I don't feel like it happened like... I mean, some women do think like that, but I don't feel like it personally happened like that. I really just be feeling like... You know, like, if you in a relationship, I'm nigga like your girl picture, she like, all right, I ain't really stunned that shit for real, but like, mm-hmm. you know, like, if y'all not together and he, you know what I'm saying, get her attention again, like, swipe up on the pic or something, he's like, all right, hold on, let me see what this nigga's talking about. I saw him, I saw him liking my pictures a couple times. Right. But shit, now I can't... No, I can do that now. So that's what I feel like it come down to. Okay. So let me ask you this question. Now, you did mention, you know... You and Nike right now, um, uh, yard runners. So how was that attention, and and how do you weave out was good, was genuine love, and was it was not real love? You feel me? What's the fake love and genuine love? Honestly, bro, like one thing that I learned how to do is just you know kind of block out my thoughts when it comes to like you know what I'm saying people showing love because you really never know the reason why people showing love. You know, mm-hmm. like you might think somebody your partner, you might think he, you know what I'm saying that's your dog, but then you see all this shit going on, you know he watching. And it's like, damn, my nigga, you ain't even supporting me, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I've tried not to think about those types of things when I'm doing what I'm doing, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, you never really know people's attentions. I don't really be giving no fuck no more, you mm-hmm. know? I feel like you kind of stress yourself out when you start to think about, is he really with me? Is he really, really? I really, I focus on keeping the people who I knew, who who I know have my best interests at heart. And, you know what I'm saying, for a fact. Right. You know, you got them certain people who's like, I right, listen, I don't know, I don't give a fuck what I go through. Mm-hmm. I know that's my dog. You know? Yeah. So I kind of keep them. I try to focus on keeping those people, the type of people around me. And you know what I'm saying. And you know it's cool to create new relationships because that's a whole part about politics and you know what I'm saying and like, mm-hmm. and the, um, new relationship. But yeah, that's what I kind of focus on. I really focus on like all that other shit. So uh, let me ask you this question as well. So do you, um, you know, in the topic, the realm of relationships? So do you feel like you use? I don't. I don't know your upbringing or like how like you was raised too much, but I want to say like, do you use the uh, connotation of tough love in your in your like your your situations or you know whatever you do in life? You said if I, you said what? Like, do you use tough love as in like? Um, I was reading something and it was saying like, um, if you were treated with tough love, you treat other people with tough love no matter what. Like a motherfucking be like, all right, you had too much to drink. And you be like, bro, like you, but they got your best intentions. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like that. So do you do that in your relationships? Yeah, like it's a um you have those tough love where it's like, I love you, but like I don't know if I'm asking that question that, I get right. what you're saying. I get you. You feel and, and and I ain't gonna lie, bro, I was just talking to my uh I was saying something like this about my coach friends and shit like I really feel like it come down from where I'm being, where I'm from, you know? Like, being from Chicago, mm-hmm. you taught so many things. Like, you know, you always got to be on D. You always got to show, you know what I'm saying? You grow up on tough love and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Realistically speaking, bro, that shit not cool. Because mm-hmm. everybody, don't, everybody don't react to tough love, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, me personally. And then, that like, all right, so this is an instance, right? Like, how fucked up my mental is, right? So, say if I'm, you know what I'm saying? 
my girl want to go out with me or some shit like that. She want to go to a club or something. Like me personally, I don't go to clubs. I don't, I don't go nowhere by myself. First of all, you know? right. But I don't go to clubs. Period. With no like, mm-hmm. I go with my partners and you know what I'm saying, yeah, because I'm comfortable with that. But like, you got to think about it, bro. Like, when you go to a club, like, and me personally, bro, I know I'm a like, you know, I stand out, so I ain't finna go to no club with my girl. We both get drunk as hell. And then some niggas waiting on us, waiting on us outside right, the club, you trying off, to take you off our shit. Yeah, you know, so like. Motherfucker be like, why you don't be drinking with your girl and da 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 some shit like that? I be like, bro, you got me fucked up. You think I'm finna, you finna see me off my squad? Mm-hmm. Nah, you know what I'm saying? So if you want to drink, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. But and, and in reality, it's a fucked up situation. Fucked up mindset because it's like, damn, my nigga, like, I ain't in a wreck no more. I ain't got to move like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I know what places to go so I can have a good drink, you know what I'm saying, yeah. without being paranoid and niggas trying to take me up top, you know? Yeah. But that's just me being tough. That's me being selfish and showing tough love to my girls. Like, listen, G. I fuck with you, but I'm not doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is fucked up, so. Right. Is it selfish, or is it just like you learning from your environment? I'm not adapting. in my environment no more. You not, but you still brought it with you. It's like, um, kind of like PTSD. Like, it's it's not like, you you not directly there, but you still there in the mindset. That's the thing, though. Like, once you're not in that, you're not in that environment no more, you got to adjust. Mm-hmm. If you don't adjust... I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that shit take take time because you know PTSD, PS, PTSD is a motherfucker, but it's only so long before that shit is considered selfish. You know, mm, yeah. it's like my nigga, you ain't in Chicago no more. Why the fuck you moving like that? You you ain't fucking dating. You can find a white bottle had to go to. My motherfucker ain't trying to do shit but get drunk. You know, but that just me, like man, fuck all this shit. Bro. I ain't fucking with that shit. So all right, so how do you feel about baggage in relationships? Like she brought something that like she can't shake. So how do you deal with that? That she can't shake? That she can't so like a nigga fucked her mental all the way up. Like she fucked up. She don't she the worst trust issues in the world. She she going through your whatever. How do you deal with baggage coming already into that motherfucker? You feel me? Uh it's really all what you want to put up with, you know? Like if you see like, yo, you was a real real bitch though. You just, you know, you went through some shit. I can see that. We all go. We all go. We all go through our shit, but but how much? Like, what's? what's Did you got a point where where it's like, all right, I can't deal with this shit no more. Oh hell yeah, I got a point. Mm-hmm. When when they get to a point, where it's like, bro, listen. When I when I got a, when I got a continuously say like, listen, G, that shit ain't got nothing to do with me, bro. Mm-hmm. If you gonna fix that shit and we ain't fucking with each other, then that's 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 my that's my climax. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it you know what I'm saying? It gra- I gradually say like, listen, yeah, I know that you fucked up. I'm a, you know, I put mm-hmm. up with it. I'm gonna help you get through it. You know, like I'm gonna just show you different. So you like Captain Saber, huh? Nah, I ain't Captain Saber. <laughs> I just I know what I know what type of shit I come with. <laughs> right, you know? I understand. I understand this shit. Um, it's stuff. So we, I would like to touch on you know um, with the fashion and stuff like that. So you know, a lot of people find. Identity and clothes, right? So, has it been a time that you felt like you have lost your identity or lost who you was in the midst of finding yourself? Bro, you know what was crazy? I was I was going out last night, right? And I and I'm uh, my my uh, my co partner uh, who got the brand with me and shit, named Vani. We was at the crib. I'm like, Vani, fuck it, no, dress me up and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he went to my closet and shit. He put me on some Marys, some Chanel's, and a real jacket. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, like yeah. It was raw as hell, but it's like, bro, this shit not me. I'm not putting this shit on, you mm-hmm. know, because it's not me. It's not who I am. You know what I'm saying? So, right. just to, can you repeat that question again? So, basically, I'm asking. So, you you have um, your clothes, and you know that's who your identity is. So, what have you lost your identity at a certain point in time where you figured like you felt like you didn't know who you were, or you just didn't know like 
all right, what what is this to evolve into? Like, you know, what people say, like, all right, let's put it like thug wearing a dress. He know he's still a man at the yeah. end of the day, you feel me? But that's just shit. He expressing himself. So it's been a point in time where you felt like you couldn't express yourself through your, your creative uh, fashion art or anything like that. Nah, hell nah. Like, one thing, like, one thing, like, motherfucker can't say about me is, ever since they know me, I always been me. Like, I ain't never tried to be another nigga. Like, so as far as, like, creating my identity through, like, what I wear and shit like that, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't never gave a fuck about what nobody ever said about nothing that I wore. Mm-hmm. And that's always how I've been. Like, even in high school, bro, like, I was a shorty, bro. Like, I remember my sophomore year, junior year, nigga, I was putting pearls around my neck. Mm-hmm. Niggas walking around, you know, I went to half heart, you know, so it was kind of trenches in that bitch. So niggas walking around like, bro, why the fuck you got prayers around your neck? I'm, I don't give a fuck what you talking about, bro, you know? Mm-hmm. Only reason I stopped wearing it, you know, this is no offense, but because I started seeing, like, you know, homosexuals wearing this shit. It's like, all right, bro, like, mm-hmm. nah, I don't want to set that type of trend, you know? Right. But um, in college and shit, like, as far as college, hell nah, like, even, I got a nose ring, bro. You know how many motherfuckers, like, I'm telling my fuck, like, bro, I'm going to get a nose ring. They're like, bro, hell nah, don't do that shit. Yeah. You want some weird shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I don't give a fuck. I popped out with my shit. You know what they said? <laughs> Damn, that shit look nice on you. I can't even notice that. You know, right. like, it's just really, bro, like, once you get so comfortable with yourself, bro, people, and then once you get a certain stature of yourself, bro, people gonna accept who you is regardless, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you can't really think about that shit. I'm, look, I'm big on, and bro, this used to be my biggest downfall, bro, was, uh, was really just caring what motherfuckers thought about me, bro. Like, I really don't get no fuck no more. Mm-hmm. Long as motherfucker ain't putting like, like you know, damage on my name, cause you know your name is everything in this world. Yeah. Long motherfuckers ain't trying to tarnish my name and say I'm this type of person, I'm that type of person. I don't give no fuck about what you saying me, saying about me physically. Mm-hmm. No. Cause when you lit and you coming up, like when you when you in certain position in your life, bro, like people gonna say shit about you mm-hmm. that you can't control. You know. Right. Like so, I don't be giving no fuck about that. Here's what it is. So what made you stop caring? Like what helped you? Um, Find your identity. Was that what you was asking? Yeah, basically, like, like, what made you, like, what was that pivotal point where it was just like, um, I don't get no fucks no more. Like, it's it's done. Whatever you think, it's, a, it's over with. When I started embracing who I was mm-hmm. and knowing I wasn't, I was different. Mm-hmm. You know? Motherfucker, yeah. like, so, for, for example, I'll, be, I'll put some shit on, right? And it can't, it got to a point where, like, nah, hell nah, that shit weird, right? Mm-hmm. So, motherfucker be like, that's some Martin shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. People see, like, motherfucker, that's a Martin shit. I'm like, what you mean by that? He's like, nah, I don't fuck with that shit, but, you know, you aware, you can put it off. So when I started embracing that, it's like, damn, okay. It ain't that, it ain't that bad, you know? Yeah. So once I started embracing myself, then that's really when I was like, yeah, all right, listen, G. Motherfucker going to accept who I am regardless. All right, another question I was going to ask. Um, what did you want to be before, uh, like, before anything, like, childhood? Like, what did you want to be in your childhood? Yeah, it's for sure. And what changed that? What I want to be in my childhood? Yeah, like, what did what, what did you want to be, like, you know, motherfuckers want to be astronauts and ask car racers and all that good shit. But what changed from that childhood aspiration to, like, you know, whether it was in life, like, uh, you know, life hit. And I thought this could be more of a better avenue for me. Or I always knew this. I always wanted to be that because, you know. So 
what was your childhood like job or whatever aspiration and then what changed that that was really it but as far as like growing up and what i want to be i want to be there girls like a motherfucker okay so you, you know? still wanted to be ball you can play ball and shit like that hell yeah bro derrick rose was, was it he was the he was the idol he was the hope he was the hero of everything in chicago you know so <laughs> But, I mean, as I got older, I was just like, all right, obviously I ain't finna be Derrick Rose, you know? So mm -hmm. I just wanted to create who I was, you know? Mm. And that's where it came from. Like, I'm still an athlete, you know? I still carry myself like a professional and all that shit. I just know I'm more in tune with reality now, you know? Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna play in the league right now. I'm gonna go play in Norway or, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. Okay. Was that hard, like, coming to that realization? Was it hard? Yeah. Because a lot of people try to escape reality. But you was like, shit, I understand it. You want to know what's crazy, why it wasn't hard? It wasn't hard for me because once I was coming to the realization of where I was in basketball, I was also starting to know who I was and what other things that I was blessed with, mm -hmm. which was like fashion and creativity and shit like that. So once I felt that, like, yeah, basically, like, it's like, all right, my nigga, you know you ain't going to leave, but right now it was like, my nigga, you got all this other shit going on. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. Like, I, damn, I, nigga, you different for real. So with... What was his uh, hard lesson that you that you appreciate? A hard lesson that I appreciate? Yeah. Going broke. Going broke. Man, listen, bro. Going broke a hard ass lesson. Especially like <laughs> Especially nigga like me, like, I ain't no cheap nigga. So when you when you gotta when it, you know, that shit humbling, bro. Mm -hmm. You can't just go out. Cause I I'm a i I'm a nigga that shop every day. Mm -hmm. So when I couldn't shop every day, it was like, damn, folks, I'm fucked up for real. Like, what mm -hmm. the fuck am I finna do? You know, but it, t it taught me lessons, like, nigga, that's how you know that you ain't, you know what I'm saying? I really feel like at one point in my life, bro, like, all the shit that I had defined who I was. Mm -hmm. And going broke no helped me know that that wasn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, but go ahead. Real shit, though, like, but even then, right? So, like, don't get me wrong, once you get to a certain point in your life, like, certain shit is just lifestyle, like, uh, like, when I went to Houston, right? Uh, with my partners and shit in August, uh, bro, nigga, we was at Taste Bar, some shit like that. We was finna check out our Airbnb and shit, bro. My fucker broke in our uh, Airbnb in our car, and all our bags, and they took all my all my jewelry, bro, all my watches, my chains, mm -hmm. all that shit, bro. Mm -hmm. Then like hundred in jewelry, folks. So I ain't gonna lie, gang, like, bro, I was fucked. My key, my car keys, bro. So, bro, I just got my truck back, bro. Probably like a week or two ago, bro. And that shit been gone since August twenty third. What I'm saying was, like, nigga, when I lost all that shit, bro, I was in a crib, miserable. I'm like, bro, I ain't going nowhere without my chains on. I don't even feel the same. Like, you know, chains and shit, like, that shit, like, yeah. that shit, like, getting your ass did for a bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> real shit. <laughs> that shit, like, plastic surgery, bro. You look different with your chains on, with your jewelry on, bro. Oh, what is wrong with them? I'm for real, bro. So, but I had to come to the realization, like, bro, you're going to be good, nigga. You know who you is already. Why the mm -hmm. fuck you mad? Because you ain't got no chains on, nigga. Mm -hmm. It's life. So I, after that, it took me like three weeks to know that though. I ain't gonna lie. Damn. Yeah, bro, it was shit. Three weeks ain't a really a long time. But I got my though. shit back now though. So that's all that matters. <laughs> Do you feel like your flaws and your insecurities stop you from being the greatest you can be? I'm a confident person, bro. Okay. And, and all aspects of, you know what I'm saying, me. So I don't really got no insecurities and shit like that. Now, if I'm fucking with a bitch, you know what I'm saying, and she do some weird shit, mm -hmm. then it's like, all right, bitch, you got me fucked up. It was weird shit, though. What's weird what's, shit? What's, yeah, what's weird shit? Here he go. He trying to dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> what's weird? What's some weird shit? Like, all right, so, like, 
let's just say your girl go out and you don't hear from the rest of the night. Mm. Like, bitch, what you doing? Like, hey, that's weird. Yeah. It's your girl, like, you know. Oh, bro. I call you and answer the phone. You wake up the next morning, I was drunk as hell. Da, 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 da. That's like, all right, it sounds good, but like, bitch, you got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. What you was doing for real, bro? So that's just the trust issues on your end, though. No, nah, that ain't trust issues at all, nigga. That's just you knowing how shit is, nigga. I didn't have been time, bro. You know how many, I, I, bro. Stop yeah. playing, bro. <laughs> you know how many times that shit, nigga. You been in that position. You been on the other side of that gate. Yeah. You didn't, you know, you didn't been in that situation when you was with a motherfucker. Motherfucker called motherfucker phone. So like, yeah. Come on, man. I ain't that dumb. Yeah. It might not be the situation, but I know it could be. Yeah. You know? Got a point. Yeah. Got a point. No, I got you fucked up. I got you <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> but go ahead with the the question. The uh, your flaws. You feel it's like not. your flaws would be. Um, you feel like your flaws are, uh, what the fuck was the fucking question? He, he answered it. Oh, he answered it? He oh, had shit. no insecurities. Uh, no, no it, was, it was the flaws. Like mm. I say, insecurity slash flaws is in the way of from you from you being great. Damn, bro, my, my flaws is in the way of me being great. Man, bro. Damn, that's a good question. That's a great question. Thanks, I, man. I would I say, try. sometimes it do, bro. But I come to a realization, and I I got I self check myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes, like yeah, like shit is really like damn, like you know. Because a person told me, um, they said um, I always have my guard up, as in like I don't, I'm not really too trust. Like I gotta observe anything. I'm usually quiet. Like you know me, I'm I'm loud, and you know I'm funny. I can be that. But sometimes I like to just stay quiet to observe my surroundings. But I don't really let a lot of people in, too, when I'm first meeting them. Mm-hmm. Or just to gain that, uh, to enjoy that experience. Mm-hmm. Because, like, whatever happened in my childhood or whatever happened in my environment that don't makes me enjoy a lot of, like, I shouldn't have this. Like, all right, so um, I felt like uh, when I was younger, I never wanted my um, mom to to come to my football games and nothing like that. I felt like I wasn't deserving of love at, at one point or I didn't deserve support. But I felt like that now as growing up, like, all right, I need that. You feel me? I need that to elevate. I need that to experience. So what I'm, my question is, is um, mainly like what had, what is stopping you in, in the sense of what is that you still feel like is either PTSD or, or a flaw that is just stopping that whole realm of things. Like, all right, um, I can't trust a motherfucker. I always got to stay on guard. I always got to do this. So what is that that you feel as though is stopping you from being, like, experiencing life to a whole different level? Uh, damn, bro. What's stopping me? Like, me being from the rack, bro, I always say that shit, bro. Like, I, I ain't going to lie, gang. Like, sometimes I'll be like, bro, why the fuck am I from now? Like, you know, because it's just, bro, you from Philly, bro, so you understand, bro, like, bro, shit be so treacherous, bro, and then it's not adaptive to the real world, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, you done went through so much shit that you don't even know what really happened in the real world. Like, you'll get out in the real world, you going to, you getting a meeting with corporate, motherfucker looking at you funny. You think it's you some other it's shit, like, you feel me? what the fuck you trying to do a whole time, nigga? They so fascinated with you. Mm-hmm. They just coming off weird as hell, you know? They ain't got no bad blood, bro. So, yeah, that's, that's the, like, that would be stopping me, bro, just being from the rack and not understanding, like, bro, like, all right, so you know me, like, working with Nike and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Bro, I swear to God on my daddy, bro, like, working with Nike, bro, was, like, the craziest experience in my life, bro, because, all right, it was a, it was a yard runners campaign, so it was all, you know what I'm saying, African-Americans. Mm-hmm. 
And when I'm meeting with them, bro, like I'm seeing so many black people in high power positions working with Nike, you know what I'm saying? Working with the agencies that I work with. And it's just like, bro, like, I would have never seen this shit. Like, you know, when I mm-hmm. think of Nike, I don't think of like black people, real shit. I think about when you think of corporate, you think Caucasian, yeah. right? Or yeah. mm-hmm. another race. Yeah. So just seeing that, it's just like, damn, bro. Like, that's what life really about. I'm seeing entrepreneurs. Everybody who did yard runners had something positive going on, mm-hmm. whether they're the influencer, the um, working for Nike, or working for an agency, or, you know what I'm saying, be an entrepreneur, something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that just opened my eyes. Like, bro, it's life out here. It ain't really what you think it is, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Even you, bro, you you didn't, you know what I'm saying? You didn't got on a podcast, but, you know what I'm saying? One of the biggest podcasters oh, yeah. now, bro. You know I what I'm did, saying? Yeah. And they humbled you. It's like, damn, bro, this shit really like, mm-hmm. this shit. And you even told me, you're like, bro, like podcasting is like, that's the biggest thing right now, bro. And yeah. I, ever since you told me that, I'm steady seeing everybody do podcasts and shit like that, yeah. you know? So, yeah, bro, just being from Iraq, bro, that's, I feel like that's that's what kind of fucked me up sometimes. Okay. So, it's about that time where we leave you with a positive message to get through the week. Niggas, what is y'all positive message to? Well, we t- we touched up on a lot yeah. of shit, identity, relationships, um, environment. So, what is what is that positive message that y'all want to give out to the world, man? Niggas, uh, shit. Well, whenever you step into something new, uh, I would say try to become a new person, like not. Like Martin said, adapt. Like you gotta adapt to your next environment. So you just gotta like, don't don't come in there with like the same shit. If that makes sense, like you gotta know how to separate it. Mm-hmm. Martin, what you got? What you got uh, for the people, man? What I said is just be comfortable being yourself, bro. That's first and foremost. Just be comfortable being yourself and actually try to study the world and understand what's going on mm-hmm. instead of thinking what. Instead of having a, you know, what I'm saying a conception of what you, how you grew up, thinking that's the world, bro. Because honestly, the world big as hell, bro. It's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I say this, um, you know, a lot of people. I was looking at a million dollars worth of game, and Meek was saying like, you be looked at this weird if you pick up a camera and you want to do something different. Um, I feel like everybody has had adversity or some type of change in their life to make them say, I don't want to do this shit no more. I, I don't. I want to be greater than what I what y'all see, you know. Um, so I would say, if you're getting you know teased or if you feel like you are you know getting shunned away for being different, keep doing what you're doing. You know, as, as long as it's positive and in a positive light, keep doing what you're doing because just be, you see it, not them, and it's only for you to see. And keep pushing and keep grinding and getting that, you know, that that energy out to the world because somebody's going to see it and somebody's going to embrace that. And it's always another person just like you with the same mindset, you know, so keep it keep it going. And on that note, I am not what they can do and how they can get it, motherfucker. All right. So first (laughs) off, first off, I'm a, you know, I'm saying. Just tell y'all about the release that we just dropped. So this is the first release we dropping again next month. We're gonna drop the apparel and all that. But the the purpose for like the shark, mm-hmm. okay, so a shark is my favorite animal, right? Uh animal or whatever. But the meaning of it, so the deepest thing that people don't know about sharks is you know, fish fish went backwards, they move backwards, mm-hmm. right? But a shark can't move backwards. I never know that. Yeah, if a shark moves backwards or stays in the same spot, it'll die because the um, the water will get inside of his gills and cut off his oxygen. So basically, it's like huh. you got to keep moving forward to stay alive. And I feel like 
that, you know what I'm saying, correlates with how life is for us. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you get stuck, you know what I'm saying, or you start moving backwards, you're, going, you're only going in the, you know what I'm saying, in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So that in order to keep moving forward in life, stay the path of... Why the fuck do you ain't put that for your positive message? <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, make sure y'all cop Von Oliver shirt. I mean shark cap, sharks cap. I'm new to this man. This 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 is this is my you know this is my saying. This is my line brother, and I'm blessed that he came to bless us with you know his guest feature, our first guest feature, and you know it's it's gonna get better, people. We're just we're just figuring this shit out. Um. But yeah, uh, damn, that was such a good shit. You know, actually, actually, I have story time real quick before we end it. <laughs> a bitch asked me at work, not at work, but at an interview. She said, "Oh, what animal did you want to be?" My dumb ass gonna say a hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> you know that be killing motherfuckers, though, right? Right. But I, I forgot. I was like, "Yeah, you know, they little innocent. You know, they, but you know, and really, they really <laughs> or some shit." I was trying to explain it. To the where I, I ain't get the job. The bitches ain't call me. <laughs> you a killer. That's why. That, but that's why I said I'm like you know what people may think like you know I'm doing this and this and this and that, but I really be on my shit. Like that's, that's I was trying to portray it. But that's, that's it. All right, I'm I'm Vince. Martin, man. And thank you for being awkward with us. See you next week, man.